come on in, guys. Come on in. Happy Tuesday. Can you guys believe that we are in a new week? And um, May is coming right along. So we're very grateful. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. I'm not going to do a lot of preliminaries. Um, as you all know, this is our Jesus in Plain Clothes broadcast. Our third uh, it's our third episode, and um, eventually this will become a uh, this will become a podcast. Um, so stay tuned for more information. So grateful that you guys have joined me today, um, and uh, this is really dialogue, you know. And I love you guys. Um, this is really dialogue about um, all things Jesus, all things kingdom, um, his perspective. Uh, because I think sometimes that gets lost in society. So I want you to take a moment, share this broadcast with your followers. Um, let somebody know you're on. And um, lots of hearts, lots of, uh, you know, uh, thumbs up, you know, whatever your emotion is in the moment. Please share that. And the reason why is because the more that you interact, the more that it will show up in the news feed and other people can take advantage of this broadcast. So I'm not necessarily trying to get the most people on, although I do want to get as many people on, but I'm not, that's not my focus. My focus is to, for anyone who will, uh, that wants to hear and wants to dialogue and wants to have of a conversation, if you will, uh, even though it's virtual conversation about, you know, the things of God, you know, we're going to do that. Um, hello, hello, hello to all of you all that are coming in. And, um, so today, uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying it so far. Once again, if you have any feedback, you want, uh, any specific topics that you'd like us to discuss, um, questions you'd like answered, you can email those to me at Nicole Bonds live at Gmail, Nicole Bonds live at Gmail. And um, I will get your, your uh, request there and we can go from there. Thank you guys. Hello. 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 I am so excited that you guys are on with me. Let's just take a moment today and, and pray. And then we're going to go into the word, uh, what the Lord was saying. Father, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for every dear person that will join this broadcast today. Father, you know who you want to hear this message, to hear this dialogue. God, I believe that you want the people of God, the people in the earth to know who you are. And Father, I pray you would use me. Use me in a way that helps others understand you in a better way so that we can trust you, we can have faith in you, we can believe in you. Father, we can't do anything without you. We thank you, God, that even years from now when people may watch this broadcast, God, I thank you that their lives will be changed and transformed forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, guys, thank you guys for joining. You guys are so awesome. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So if you just joined, share the broadcast. Um, let people know about it. Um, interact with it as much as you can. Type out what you're hearing me say. Um, if it's something that you think that's beneficial and maybe someone else can't type, if you type, then they can sort of have a notes, some notes from it. So today I really want to talk about the question on the table is, does God really love us unconditionally? Does he, does God really love us unconditionally? Now, before you say, some of you are going to be like, oh, yeah, I know he is. I know he does. There's never been a question in my mind. Um, hello? There's never been a question in my mind that, you know, he was going to do it. I know God's going to do it. He loves me. I've never felt unloved. I hear all that. But what I've learned is, is that a lot of times what we really believe comes out in what we do. 
what we really believe comes out when we're under heat and under pressure. And I talked about this some on Sunday. What, what you really believe about God's love for you. And so I really want us to delve into this a little bit today. And I'm going to give you a few scriptures as well. Uh, but I really want to have dialogue. So um, let's first of all deal with the word unconditional. Okay. Can we deal with that for a moment? So if you had to give a definition, you can, be, you can Google it. You can give it to me off the top of your head. If you had to give me a definition for what you believe unconditional is, not love, but just unconditional, what would you say unconditional is? Take a moment and tell me what you believe unconditional is. What is unconditional? Hello? Talk to me. What, what's unconditional? Hello? Unconditional. Okay, thank you. Okay, Ellie says no matter what. Unconditional. Okay, good. Who else? Anybody else want to sort of share? What is unconditional? What is that? What, what does that really mean? Okay, Aaron says no stipulations, no boundaries. Thank you, Aaron. M Misty says regardless. No matter what, no stipulations, no boundaries, regardless. Without conditions. This is good. So guys, no matter the circumstance, Tamika says no matter the circumstance or character, the love doesn't change without, everybody says without restraint or limits. Absolutely. Unconditional is just that. Now, sometimes it's hard for us to wrap our minds around unconditional because surely everything has conditions, right? Yeah, the good, the bad, the ugly. Everybody has conditions in some regard, but I want us to really think about don't think about so much how you perceive it, how you consider, you know, unconditional love or unconditional whatever else. But I want you to see it from its original perspective, which is there ain't any condition that's going to change the fact of whatever that is. Okay. Not dependent. Thank you for team. Not dependent on anything freely. Okay. So then unconditional love then is love without limits. Somebody write that out. Love without limits. Love without constraints. God bless you, Pastor. Love without constraints. Love without any motive. You know, love without limits. Love in its purest form. Hello, Mama Butch. Love without limits. If I had to just do a simple, unconditional love is love without limits. And so this is important because oftentimes we hear people say things like, oh, I love you. Oh, my God, I just love your life. I love everything about you. And sometimes we get caught up because we're like, wait a minute, you love me? Well, then if you love me, why did you do that? If you love me, why did you do this? If you love me, then then surely, you know, you do what I want you to do if you love me. Can can we really go ahead and deal with this? I just want to deal with this because we gotta we gotta we gotta deal with it. Y'all ready? I oftentimes say, and I learned this from a training I did with Disney, that they say if you can't love it, leave it. If you can't love it, leave it. If you can't love it purely, leave it. Um, and I will say that up until recently, I would probably I still say that love love it. If you can't love it, leave it. In many regards, that's so true. You know. Um, because love, you know, love, 
uh, what's that song? Love should have brought you home, you home last night. Should have been with me, should have been right by my side, baby. You, you know, y'all know that song. Love should have brought you home last night. You know, we got all these little things, but the reality is, is that we got to deal with this love, okay? Because, yeah, 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 it should have been love. If, if it's so much love, why ain't it with me, right? <laughs> I had to channel my look, my, my, my plus size Tony on y'all. That's my R&B background when I thought I was going to be R&B singer back in high school. Y'all pray for me. Um, but anyway, but there's different phases of love. And we got to deal with this real quick, okay? We got to deal with this real quick. Okay, so the, the purest form of love is what we call agape. Write that down. A-G-A-P-E. Agape. The purest form of love is agape. Now, what is agape love? Agape love is somebody, if you hear me say a word, type it out. Selfless. Agape love, God's love is selfless. It's sacrificial. Agape love is selfless. It does not think about self first. It is unconditional. It is sacrificial. When, when, when we say we love and there is nothing attached to that, meaning we're not willing to give, even if it's our support, love that does not have a sacrificial component ain't really God's love. I know that it's not proper English, but it's not really God's love. Agape love, and, I, and this is important because I'm going to share you why in a moment, why I'm talking about this today when we talk about Jesus in plain clothes. And, and for all you that are joining, uh, welcome, beloved. beloved. Uh, you are a part of the beloved. You are part of the sheep that God is going to uh, uh, he's going he's gonna to bless us real good with our inheritance in the days to come. Um, but we want to ensure that, you know, we are the beloved delegation. We're not, we're not on the other side. Okay. But agape love is selfless, it's sacrificial, it's unconditional. It's the highest form of love. Now I need to ask you, I got to need to ask your your question real quick. Do you really, really believe that God loves you unconditional? And, and I want you to answer that, but I want you to think about how do you live and how do you operate? Do you operate from a place that I've got and God, a God who loves me unconditional? Do you live from that place? Or do you live from a place that maybe God loves me when I do right? But God, hey, but God doesn't love me when I do wrong. Let's deal with these misconceptions because there are a lot of people on the earth that think that God is this being that only loves me when I'm doing what he wants me to do. He only loves me when I'm obeying him. He only loves me when I go to church. He only loves me when I pay my tithes. He only loves me when I follow the straight and narrow path. Thank you, Ellie. Ellie says, yes, but sometimes our actions don't reflect it. And that's the point I want to get to. Many of us do not live our lives from a place of knowing that we're unconditionally loved. I can tell you that we don't. You know why? Because many of us, uh, we have moments where 
you can, it, it oozes out of us that we don't feel loved, that we feel underappreciated, we feel devalued, we feel like uh, we're, we're last on people's minds, we feel like we're not next, we're not now, we're never. We live out from a place as if no one loves us. That's how we, that's how a lot of, oftentimes we, even as believers, believers of Christ already, Live from a place of, uh, you know, when things don't go the way you think, you start having these pity parties as if, oh, uh, he doesn't, he don't love me as much as he loves so-and-so. You know, we don't say that, but we feel that way. Can we be honest? Okay, Trelina says, learning how to live from that place now. Brittany says, I'll be honest. I have all these thoughts sometimes. And Brittany, if we be honest, we have to renew our minds every day because you ever did something, you be like, man, that was dumb. God, I know God. I know God feeling a certain kind of way about that. Have you ever felt that way? Like, I know God is like, got to be mad at me. I know God just, there's no way he can love me. I'm so unlovable. There's no way he can love me. And I want you to know that if everybody in your life has walked away from you, that does not mean you're not loved. You are absolutely unequivocally loved in the purest form. He, God has a selfless, sacrificial, unconditional love for you no matter what you do. Uh-oh, we got to deal with it. What? God loves me no matter what I do? You heard it here. Somebody need to put that up. God loves me no matter what I do. God loves you no matter what you do. If you decide to show your, you know, your, your, your foolish self to, for the rest of your days, it's not going to change God's love for you. Now, I know that's hard for a lot of us because so many of us are used to self-sabotaging our relationships. And so many of us are used to doing things because if things seem like they're going well, we know how to sabotage them and we can make people be mad at us and not like us and, you know, and, and, and don't want anything to do with us. Um, but God's not like that. He's like, hey, I ain't going nowhere. Okay. Show out. Don't go to church no more. Don't pay your tithes. Do all that you knew, know is wrong. And guess what? My love for you will not change. His love for you will not change when you stand before him and he say, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I know you not. He's like, I, I love you, but I don't know you. I don't know where, I don't, I, 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 in other words, I, you can't be with me, yet I love you. Uh-oh, you can't be with me, yet I love you. There's going to come a time when he is, we talked about this in our first um, episode, when we talked about Dearly Beloved and how, you know, that, that many were going to, you know, he was going to separate the sheep from the goats. And the sheep, and, and he was going to say to the sheep, hey, you know, you know, when I was, you, you, you know, when, when, when you fed me, thank you for feeding me. Thank you for clothing me. Thank you for uh, coming to visit me when I was in prison. Thank you for uh, caring for me when I was sick. And, and, and the sheep was like, what you talking about, Jesus? We, we, we ain't fed you. We ain't went to see you in prison. What was you in prison? We ain't gave you no clothes. He said, when you've done it to the least of me, to them, you've done it to me. But he told the goats, hey, you didn't, you didn't help me when I needed it. And be like, we didn't know you needed help, Jesus. When you, when you rejected the least of them, you rejected me. See, even when you stand before God in that, in that day, even if he has to say, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, it does not mean he doesn't love you. And this is something we got to deal with because I, I got to deal with it because have you ever loved someone but had to leave them? Lord, have mercy. I want to know, is there, a, is there a virtual church out there today? 
Have you ever loved someone but had to leave them? Have you ever loved someone but had to block them? Have you ever loved someone but had to decline their offer? Have you ever loved someone but had to say, this is uh, although we've come to the end of the road, still I can't let go. Have you ever loved someone? Okay, this is going to be mind-blowing. I hope, listen, y'all, I feel y'all's energy. This is going to be mind-blowing, but there are people that I absolutely love that I can't talk to. There are people that I love unconditionally right now, and in their minds, they think I hate them. I don't hate them, but the way my life is set up, I love you, but when loving you, it's putting me in a place where I can't be who God has called me to be to everybody else who may need me. That's where I've got to do a separation. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean God doesn't love you. The Bible said God, sometimes he chastises those he loves. And so sometimes we, 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 we don't decipher God's love correctly. We think God has conditions. I'm telling you all, there are folks that we love that we can't go out to eat with. Ain't that crazy? There are people that you love. There are people that I love. That that in a in, in a world, if I could, I would just oh, don't go anywhere, stay. I love you. We can make this work. We can do whatever we need to do. We can be friends forever. But sometimes it don't work that way. Sometimes I feel I feel something right here. We're 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 sitting on something. I can feel you all, and I can feel many of you all because many of you all are still grieving over people that you love that you can't be with, people that you love but you can't be up close and personal with, people that you love but you can't you can't walk hand in hand with, people that you love but you can't do ministry with, people that you love. I'm talking about love unconditionally. Would do anything for them. But you have to understand that there comes a time when, yes, you can love someone and still say, mm, mm, I love you. I want the best for you. But I can't do it. I can't. Because when loving you and helping you puts me in a place of puts me in the negative. See, we're not God. Lord, have mercy. We're not God. So this is the reason why sometimes God has to separate us from some people, some places, some things. And I know that the preacher said it's because they was your haters, but sometimes they ain't your haters. They just, it just, it just, it just don't work anymore. Why? Because I can love you and not agree with you. I need somebody to type that out. This is blessing me. I can love you and not agree with you. Do y'all agree that we can love a person and not agree? I can love you, but not agree with you. You can love me, but not agree with me. But the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? I love you, but we can't take the same path. I love you, but, but, but I can't stay in the same house. I love you, but no, we can't work out together no more. I love you, but no, we can't keep having these late night visits because this is setting me back. Every time you come over, it sets me back. And I don't have time to waste. 
I've got to become who God wants me to become. Every time I entertain your conversation, every time I entertain that text message, every time I entertain that, that low thinking, it sets me back. And I was on a path of doing well. And then here comes the ones I love, the ones who love me. But how can we walk together except we agree? This is the reason why there are people that love each other that are in two different states. There are people that love each other and you can't see their social media because you blocked and they blocked. There are people that you love that you can't be with. There are people that you would give them the shirt off your back but God won't let you because you can love a person and not agree with them. And for so long, and this is just real, because the Bible says, how can you walk together except you agree? And it's okay that there are times when you can love people, but you got to love from a distance. That don't mean you treat them with a cold shoulder. That doesn't mean you can't help them if they're in, if they're in need. That are, I can't think, and this is the God's truth, and you all got the Holy Ghost. Y'all got Holy Ghost, don't you? Don't you got the Holy Ghost? Then let your Holy Ghost tap in and do a lie detector test on me, and you can tell me. There ain't a person on this earth that if, if they needed help and they were on the side of the road and there was something I could do to help them, there ain't a person that I can think of in the earth that I wouldn't help without a, like, like, like I wouldn't even think twice. Now, if you out there waving a gun, you know, and you asking for help now, now, now we got, we got to figure something out. Now I'm going to call, get you some help. But the point I'm making is my heart. I love I, the Lord was sharing with me. He said, Nicole, you have my heart. You inherited my heart. You have the capacity that I have to love. And to me, that's the great, that's one of the greatest joys. Now, can I be honest with you? When you love people unconditionally, it don't always feel good. Because when you love people without condition, it means that they can treat you any kind of way and you can't shift on them. It means that they can cuss you out. They can, you know, they can, you know, do all kinds of stuff. Smear your name. Defame your, defame your character. And you still can't change your love. Now, does that mean we're going to walk hand in hand down a yellow brick road? No. Okay, this is good. I see someone saying, listen, my sister, I love her, but I have to love her from a long distance. Can I be honest? Sometimes family. Lord Jesus, I feel like I'm stepping on something. Sometimes, even with family, you may have to separate yourself. That means that you should never check on your family. That means you shouldn't love on your family. Should, don't mean you can't be there when you can. But for some of you, for you to be under your family all the time would bring you back into a dark place that you may not ever come out of. And if you're going to be the salt and the light in the earth, you're going to have to separate yourself. Can I be honest with you? There were times when I, I, people that God, that, that I had to separate myself from. Jazz, I'm just saying what the Lord is saying. I had to, and it didn't feel good. I had to cry myself to sleep many nights because it didn't feel good. God, I don't understand. My heart is so big. I can love. We can make this happen. And it ain't just about boyfriend, girlfriend. It ain't just about marriages. This is even friendships. Like, God, we can make this work. We can figure this out. And God say, Nicole, for where you going? I know you love them, but you're going to have to love them from a distance. Don't feel good. But when you keep, when you keep putting yourself in that place where, where you are being, you're putting yourself. Okay, I'll give you a prime example. 
It's possible for you to love a person who has abused you. Okay, Brittany? It's possible to love a person who abused you. It's possible to love a person who, who put their hands on you. It's possible to love a person who uh, verbally abused you. It's possible to love a person uh -oh, that molested you. It's possible to love them, but that does not mean that you keep putting yourself in an unsafe place because I love you. Sometime I love you and I put, I change the locks. Sometime I love you and I change my address. Sometime I love you, uh, but I, I, I can't answer the phone. Sometime I love you, but I can't stay and talk to you for 20 minutes like I used to on aisle three when I'm going to get me something to eat. I can't do it. I, I, I know I saw you and, and I know we used to be real cool, but I'm going to say hi. I love you. I mean it, but I can't stay because I, I feel, I feel some people that I feel you. On this broadcast today. and But you need to understand that God has given us the same capacity to love people unconditionally. You cannot, if you are going to say, I love God and I'm saved and I'm a Christ believer. You cannot love people with conditions. Yes, they may have done you wrong, but you can't, you've got to forgive them. You've got to love them. Now, once again, that does not mean that that puts us right back in, in the same place again. No. But we are required to love. You say, well, how can I do that? Because we have the love of God on the inside of us. And his love is agape love. His love is selfless. His love is sacrificial. His love is like, I got you. Nicole, I got you. If you build me some more sinners, I got you. If you turn your back on me today and you don't ever do what I call you to do, Nicole, I love you. Shanice, God loves you. Brittany, God loves you unconditionally. Nothing you can do about it. Robin, God loves you unconditionally. Nothing you can do about it. Tamika, God loves you. There's nothing you can do to get outside of that Muriel. God loves you. There's nothing you can do to get outside of that Felita. God loves you. You can't ever get outside of that. You can show your tail. That's what the, oh, you know, we used to say growing up. You can show, go out and show your tail if you want to. My mama Butcher's on. She used to babysit me and help raise me. Muriel Jones, she had raised me. So I'm sure she had to tell me. At plenty of times. Nikki sat down somewhere. Right? But it didn't mean she didn't love me. Love. Catch this. Love. Unconditional love says I love you. I don't know why you did what you did to me. I see you Danielle. I don't know why you did what you did. I may never understand why. You know you may never understand why your mother didn't love you like she could have. Okay Mackenzie. You may never understand why your dad didn't want to claim you. You may never understand why, you know, your uncle molested you. You may never understand why your teacher took advantage of you. You may never understand why, uh, you know, why they labeled you and said you were this. You, you may never understand why your grandmother told you you was ugly and you were never going to have anything. You were never going to be anything. You may never understand why your husband or why your spouse or why your significant other told you that you were ugly and that you would never, ever have anybody outside of them. You may never understand it, but it does not change the fact that we're commanded to love. Can I help some of you all that's been saying, I just feel so stupid because I still love them. And it doesn't, that's not, that's, that's, that's probably, that, that's not a bad thing per se. It's a bad thing. <laughs> Thank you, Philip. It's a bad thing when you let your love 
for a person puts you back in harm's way. Because we're not God. See, God, he's on the throne. You can't take him off his throne. It ain't nothing you can do to get, to, to get outside of that. But we, in this form that we're in right now, we have to set boundaries. Not boundaries on our love. Boundaries on how we proceed. Some of you all feel guilty because you feel like I feel like I I feel like, you know, it just didn't end well. Well, the reality is, is that your love for them sometimes clouded your judgment and it made you stay long, well, well longer than you should have. Some of you feel like you had something to prove. So you stayed longer. You remain friends longer. You remain, you, you know, no, you got to understand that there are times that God puts people in your life for, for a reason, for a season, for a lifetime. And, 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 and the reality is that if they live right, they're going to see you in eternity. But right now you've got to put some boundaries up. Unconditional love and boundaries. That sounds crazy, right? Not boundaries in your love. You got to still love them. Get, to, get yourself to a place where you can see them through the eyes of God. And that's one of the prayers that I prayed to God. I said, God, help me to love the way you love. Y'all, when I prayed that prayer, I almost wanted to take it back. I'm just going to be honest with you. When I prayed and said, God, help me to love like you love, he started letting folks show out. I mean, folks just showed out. And I'm like, okay, God, yeah, I'm being tested. I'm being tested over here. But he's like, no, 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 you want to love like I love. So I'm going to show you how I love you every day, even when you don't do right. Even when you wake up, you complain about what you don't have. Even when I give you what you asked for, and then once I give it to you, you complain about what you what, what you just still don't have. Um, I, you know, I still love you, even though I told you that you were called to preach 10 years ago and you still ain't did it, but I still love you. I'm not guaranteeing I'll wake you up tomorrow because you don't, because you didn't, you know, you didn't do what I told you to do. Even though there are millions of people that are waiting on you to open your mouth, I'm still not going to, you know, I'll raise up somebody else, but it doesn't mean I don't love you. And let me say this. When a person loves you, it doesn't mean you can control them. Some of us are so used to controlling most of our relationships that we get mad at God sometimes. We be, we be big mad at God because we feel like we want to be able to control him. We want him, to, we want him to do it like we want him to do it. And that doesn't work. That's witchcraft. It is witchcraft to manipulate people. It is witchcraft when you do things because you know it's going to get a certain response out of people. You do things so that you can, you blackmail people so you can have a certain level of control on them. I want you to know that whatever you feel like you need to tell on Nicole Bonds, you go forward and do it. But I'm going to tell you this much. Be prepared to tell your own story. Because while you over here looking at my skeletons, you got some, you clackling over in your closet too. You got some stuff over there that you need to come up, you need to come out of. You need to do some stuff you need to do. It's witchcraft. We think witchcraft is, you know, going down to so-and-so's house and, and having them work a route so so-and-so so -so gonna love you for the rest of your days. No, 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 no. That, that, ain't, that ain't all. No, it's, it's, it's when you do things 
It's with, uh oh, Lord have mercy. Y'all know how in relationships when you, you know, you know how to have sex with them to get what you want. That's witchcraft. That's even when you're married to them. Well, I know what to do. I know how to, I know I, I need to get this. I, I need to get, I've been wanting some new furniture. So I, I know what I'm going to do. Y'all know it's true. Don't chop. Now this is Jesus in plain clothes. Now y'all don't, do y'all want it or not? Doing stuff. Doing all kinds of stuff to get it, to, to manipulate, control. I want you, I'm going, I'm going flat. I'm going, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to give you compliment after compliment after compliment after compliment because I know you got low self-esteem. I'm never going to tell you you got low self-esteem, but I know you got low self-esteem. So I'm just going to keep I'm going to keep filling your ears with endless compliments until you I'm so in with you that I can get you to do whatever I want you to do. And next thing I know, next thing you know, I'm right. You riding off the cliff with me. Yeah, yeah that new furniture. Y'all been wanting that new furniture. I've been want I've been wanting that new LS. I'm going I I know what I got to do. That's witchcraft. I I I know how to get him to say yes. I know how to get her to say yes. I'll just go out and do this. Some of y'all some of y'all lose your mind over lobster meal, over lobster and and don't let it be some filet mignon. Lose your whole mind. Don't don't let them promise you a day trip. Don't let them take. Don't let them say they're gonna take you down to the Concord Mills and and get you a couple. Get you a couple outfits. Get you them new shoes. The new kicks you want. Lord, it's crickets on here. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. It's witchcraft. Come out of that 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 witchcraft. And that manipulation. Come on out of that. Lose your mind. Over six shrimp. <laughs> Overcooked. <laughs> Lord help me. This is who he made me y'all. If you don't like it. You don't like it. But it's just who I am. Not eating too good lobsters. Uh, Connie. Not eating too good lobsters. Just. 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 No, yeah. Don't let them promise you they're gonna take you down to Carowinds or King's Dominion and Disney World. Oh, we showing out. We showing out. <laughs> Lord, let me stop. Let me move on. <laughs> but that's we got to listen. You cannot manipulate God, no matter how you try. <laughs> Not a bowl of chitlins, Sammy. Not a bowl of chitlins. Lord Jesus, overcooked. Oh, red, red bottoms? Oh, we going for blood for, for red, red bottoms? Red bottoms? <laughs> Brittany said I like carrot cake. But all right. Red velvet cake. That'll take some of y'all. Look, we cannot control God. Y'all so y'all so crazy. But you know what? He loves us with our crazy selves. <laughs> no, okay, okay, okay. Okay, listen. If we be honest, 
There's been a lot of people that have had to come out of this witchcraft. They didn't know it was witchcraft at the time. <laughs> Mama Butch. <laughs> and you know the saints, don't let, oh, oh Philip, car notes. Car notes, no. At the end of the day, we cannot control God. We can't, and get this, you can't make him stop loving you. Kim says, I can't stop loving you. You can't, God's not going to stop loving you. And I know this is a simple message, but we don't really live this out, y'all. We don't live this out. We really think that we can do certain things to get outside of God's love, but you can't. You can't. You cannot get outside of it because it's unconditional. Now, you got to understand something that not only is God's love, God, God's nature is love. He is love. Okay, now I got to give you all scripture because, you know, you know, just in case there's somebody on to say, you know, this sounds good, but I want to know where can I find this in scripture? I want you all to put this scripture down. First John, old saint safe, I John. 1 John 4. And 8. Okay. 1 John 4 and 8. <laughs> Belita, it's just that kind of day. All right. So in the Amplified Version, it says this. Thank you, Nicole, for putting it down. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God. That means they do not know, never do, never did know him. So this scripture is saying to know God is to love not only God, but those around you. To know him, you know, to know him is to love him. I, I was singing a chant the other day and I said to know him is to love him and to love him is to serve him. But also to love him is to know him is to love him, but to know him is to love those around you. To love him is to love yourself. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God because you can't say you belong to God and you don't love folks. I don't like them. They just, they just, I just, I don't love them. I, I can't love everybody. I mean, I just don't love. So. No, 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 no. You, you are commanded because you have been given it. So when you become a recipient of something, then you also must become a giver of that same thing. Once I receive grace, then I extend grace. Once I receive mercy, then I extend mercy. Once I receive love, then I give love. God never asked you to give something he didn't give you. Once I get wealth, then I can become a philanthropist. Once I get resources, then I can become the resource to someone else. Once I get, once I receive joy, then I can be a joy to someone else. Once I receive, I can give. I can't give what I don't receive. But if God has forgiven you and God has loved you and God has given you joy and God has given you peace and he's given you everything that you can need, he's given you life, uh-oh, he gave you life, so you should be extending life. You should be bringing life to everybody around you. When people say, you give me life, that's a compliment. Because that's what we should be doing. But keep reading in this scripture. It says, for God is love. 1 John 4, 8. 
For God is love. I want to go on record and say, I need you guys to type this out. God equals love. Type that out. It's not God is greater than love. It's not love is greater than God. God equals love. What does this mean? He is the originator of love. Can I ask you a question? How you done been in 511 relationships and you don't even know what God's love is? How are you ever going to know if you got the real love, if you got the real kind of relationship, if you don't, if, if you've not experienced and, and allowed him to love you? We have to put ourselves in a place where we allow him, we allow ourselves to be loved by him. Okay? God is the originator of love and it is endure, an enduring attribute of his nature. Okay? Because it is in, is his, it's in his nature to love, you ain't ever going to catch God outside of it because it's his very nature. It's now I got to take it a step further in Genesis 1 26. We find out that we were made in his image and in his likeness. Now we were made in his image and in his likeness and he loves unconditionally. Then, then we should love unconditionally. If he loves unconditionally, he loves me unconditionally. He loves me. Oh, how. He loves me. Oh, how he loves me. He loves me, yeah. He loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us all. He loves us. Oh, how. So this is the reason why we, we serve him. We praise him. We give him everything we have because we love him. Like, can I ask you a question? How do you not love somebody who loves you unconditionally? It's thank you. Thank you, Connie. It is irreversible. And it will teach you. Yes. We got so many stipulations on our love. I'm going to love you as long as. I'm going to love you back as long as. But the minute you do this, my love stops. Really? That's what we doing? Your love, you know, it, 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 it's got to be something that you can't just turn it on and off. I'm scared of folk. Right, Shanice. Who, like, who wouldn't love a God like that? I'm scared of folk that can shut their love off. I don't love you no more. You know, like sometimes, you know, little kids, when they when you don't do something they like, they be like, I don't like you no more. I don't love you no more then. And that's a kid. When I was a child, I, I acted as a child. But now, I'm, you know, I don't do that stuff no more. Because we have been loved. And I want you to know today, I want you to get, and I'm going to stop on this part. I want, and I think we're going to continue this conversation next Tuesday. 
that there's nothing that you can do, there's nothing that you will ever do that will take, that will put you outside of his love. There are no limitations on his love. <laughs> no, no limitations. You mean to tell me there's no fine print? Nope. You don't got to scrunch your eyes because there's no fine print. He loves you. He's there. He's consistent. Now, that makes us feel uncomfortable, don't it? Now, I'm going to give you guys some homework for those of you that are going to join my broadcast on next week. I want you to read a story, and I want you to come back next week. And we're going to talk about it. Many of you may have already read it, and that's fine. But I want you to read it again. I want you to take notes on it. And I want you to come back like you got to teach next week. Okay? Um, we're going to, I want you to go and read Hosea. I want you to read the story of Hosea and Gomer. It's an amazing story. About, it's an amazing love story. But I want you to, somebody put that out in the homework. I want you to go study the story of Hosea and Gomer. It's a story of unconditional love. It's unconditional. It will never run out. Your love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on me. His love. He's, he's amazing. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He loves us. He loves you. Please, you need, to, you need to tear down those strongholds in your mind today that have told you that God is on the outs with you because of where you are. That God is on the outs with you because of your lifestyle. That God is on the outs with you because of your, you know, your proclivities. That God is on the outs with you because you ain't did this and you ain't did that. That's not who he is. You're a good, good father. That's who you are. That's who you are. That's who you are. And I'm loved by you. That's who I am. That's who I am. That's who I am. You're a good, good father. That's who I am. That's who I am. That's who I am. And I'm loved by you. That's who I am. That's who I am. That's who I am. You are perfect in all of your ways. You're perfect in all of your ways. You're perfect in all of your ways to us. You're a good, good father. That's who you are. That's who you are. That's who you are. And I'm loved by you. That's who I am. That's who I am. Oh, yeah. You are perfect in all of your ways. You're perfect in all of your ways. You're perfect in all of your ways to us. You're a good, good father. That's who you are. Y'all worshiping with me. Who you are. That's who I am. 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 That's who I am.
serve a God like him. He loves us. He loves you. And I want you all to know something that there's nothing you can do to get outside of his love. His love will never fail you. It'll never run out on you. It'll never give up on you. Today, I want you to leave this broadcast. I want you to go into the remainder of your week. I don't care what comes your way. I need you to understand and know unequivocally that he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us, how he loves us, oh, oh, and he loves us, oh, how you loved us, and oh, how you loved us, how you loved us, oh. I love you, Jesus, and I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything, and I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today and because you care for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you, I lift you up, and I magnify your name, oh, that's why my heart is filled, that's why my heart is filled, and that's why my heart is filled. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I want to end with this. The Lord said to me on yesterday, 
that there are many that don't understand his love for them. And, it, and I want you to imagine the emotion of God when he has given everything. Think about it for a moment, parents, how sometimes you give your children everything and then they don't respect you. They don't love you back. They don't, you know, it makes you feel a certain kind of way when you, when you, when you worked overtime to make sure they had, and then they, you know, they just act like you did nothing. But I want you to imagine what emotion God would have if he had feelings, emotions, for him to know that he's given every you everything you would ever need. He's loved you with the love that will never run out. And yet we don't receive it. You've got to receive. You've got to, you've got to open yourself up and be vulnerable to receive. So your homework for next week is read the Hosea and Gomer story. And um, I hope this broadcast has blessed you. Um, if it's blessed you, share it with someone. Go back and watch it. Um, spend your private time thinking through that for you. Because a lot of times we can see God loving other people, but we can't see him loving us. Because we got so many scars and so many mistakes we've made. But he loves you right where you are. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Like I'm telling you, I, I love you with the love of God. And I'm not the only one. There are others on this earth. And I pray that one day that you will really grasp the weight, the height, the depth, the breadth of his love for you. And I, it's going to take eternity for us to even really be able to fathom the love that he has for us. So let's love each other. The two, the greatest commandments, love God and love people. Let's love each other. Let's be there for each other. Let's not have, let's not do it because we're from the same church, because we're the same complexion, because we're the same denomination, the same ethnicity, because we're from the same side of the tracks. Let's just love people. People, people got stuff going on. Just love them where they are. Love them where they are. Whatever you do, let it be motivated out of love. Listen, today I want you, um, in, in uh, today is our, is Giving Tuesday. Um, and so I'm asking any of you all that are willing um, that want to sow a seed, you of course, if you want to sow a seed into my ministry, you can at dollar sign the life, uh, the Nicole Bonds, excuse me, the Nicole Bonds. But today, it's especially, um, there are so many families that are hungry, and some of them can't broadcast it, some of them are just doing everything they can to get by um, with these things that are happening with the pandemic. And so, today, I want you to consider sowing a seed of any amount. Preferably a $10 increment, 10, 20, 30. For every $10 you sow, it will feed, uh, it, every, it'll give a family two bags of groceries. I'm asking for you to sow in increments of 10, 10, 20, 30, 40. Say, so you may say, I want to bless five families. I want to bless 10 families. If you want to do that, um, you can actually do that today at our website, www.thelifenation.com. You can, if you cash up to me and put it in the memo, you want it to go towards that, I'll do it as well. But I want you to consider sowing. Love gives. And that's not a pressure point to make you give anything because you don't have to give anything. But if you desire to be a blessing, maybe you want to connect with a nonprofit that's directly affecting communities. Help us help some people. Uh, you can sow that uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100. You say, I want to help 10 families. I want to help. Uh, today, my goal is to help 200. I want to help 200 families. Today is Giving Tuesday and I want to help 200 families. So that's going to take us, what, two, that's $2,000. But I totally believe that God is able 
and that he's going to move on people's hearts that want to be a blessing. So if you can, I'd love for you to connect with us and be a blessing. So if you want to be a blessing to uh, the families, you um, you can do cash. If you want to do cash app, you can do um, dollar sign Life Nation Inc. I-N-C. Life Nation, no spaces, Life Nation Inc. If you want to be a blessing to the families, Life Nation Inc. Or you can go to the website, www.thelifenation.com. There's all kinds of ways to give on the website. If you want to give in increments of 10, if you can, you may say I only have $4 and it's fine. If you want to sow into my personal ministry, if you that's fine as well. Dollar sign, the Nicole Bonds, okay? Um, if you want to sow a seed into my into me, either way. But I want you, I want, I, my goal is to bless these families because there's so many and we've been doing it uh, and we've been seeing a major breakthrough, but we want to continue and we can do it with your help. So consider today being a blessing, um, an increments of 10. And um, I pray a 100 fold return for every person that sows a seed. I love you guys. Share this broadcast. I'll see you guys next week, same time. And also this is going to be on my YouTube channel. So when you get a chance, Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can go back and watch all the episodes. I love you guys. There's nothing you can do about it. Take care.